Hello and welcome back to A Letter to My Children podcast where I interview top performing business owners and amazing people that I've met on my journey to get insights on their journey, hear the stories that they've you know, gone through and what they've achieved in their time in any adversity they've gone over to make the future generation successful and mean that they can handle any of the adversities that hit them. So today um, I'm actually joined by a great man who uh, I've got to know through a business mentorship, Tom. Um, he runs the Powerful Performer um, fitness coaching where he helps with actors and performers mm. get the best out of themselves. Um, but also this man completely upstaged me after doing my first ever public speech. And I was like, I've got to get to know this guy. I've got to get closer to him because uh, it was phenomenal. And I was like, when I found out what you did, I was like, makes a lot of sense. <laughs> Dude, man, it's a pleasure to have you on the show. It's How are pleasure. you? Yeah, good. Really good. Good, good. So I'd love to give, um, obviously, so you come from the acting world. Mm. Is that how all of this journey started for you? Pretty much. I mean, the, the first thing for me was like football. It was geared around like sports and football. Yeah. And then after that, it was a constant battle between amateur dramatics and Sunday football. I went through the same thing. Did you? Yeah, I Why used to play. Actor, then? <laughs> uh, well, I I played football up until I was 14. Right. I've got Oscar. I had Oscar Slattis. My um, ligaments, my knees weren't growing as quick as my bones. Right. So my legs straightened. So I literally was like unable to bend. Or like wow. I say, like at certain points, it was so tight um, that I had to stop playing football because I could no longer run. And as my ligament, as I got a bit older, my ligaments grew a little bit. I got back into playing football, snapped both my cruciates, and that was me done. Wow. And I went into a little bit of acting because it was the only way I could express myself. Really? Yeah. yeah. Wow. So that's why I did. That's why I kind of dabbled in it a little bit when I was younger. But yeah. Wow. wow. I was. Gone. I think I was 16 when the sort of footballing thing stopped, and that was like going to sixth form college, studying acting, and then like the big step to go to drama school, going down to London. And then once you're in drama school, it's like you, you can't really play any any sports because if you get injured, Where then you that's from? kind of it. Um, the Peak District. Oh yeah. A tiny yeah. little village called Hayfield near Buxton. Nearest city is like Manchester and Sheffield. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it all started with, yeah, with the acting. Yeah, and then that opened up the. What was the, what was the vision back then? Like with the acting, was there like a main goal? Well, the the vision before acting was like, all right, I want to be in a boy band. So that the boy <laughs> band thing was like, right, I'm going to go six on college you to learn yourself, to man. sing, and be in a boy band. I want to be in the next. Take that, and that quickly went to like actually, I really like musical theatre, um, and then I got onto like a straight acting course. My teacher at the time was like, you'd be far better off doing a straight acting course in terms of the tools that you learn for other parts of life and then also acting in musical theatre which is my main kind of gig so it was always like boy band acting and the vision was like I didn't know it but it it kind of was to be famous and that's like that couldn't be further from the truth now but I think when you when you're younger and you watch these people on tv shows or films and like I, I want that kind of fame I want that like that that focus or people to admire you and that now couldn't be further from the truth but it's weird like the older you get how that changes well it? and also i suppose obviously you, you were looking for that vision forward weren't you looking for something like where can i oh is that what you do okay well I'll, i'm gonna do that then like yeah i always wanted to play football like that was that was all i cared about and then when i realized i was never gonna get down that route i wanted to do anything that i could do to help it i was gonna be a physio i really i like the idea of being able to like help people with their muscles and stuff right. that's why i kind of, of vaguely moved into the fitness side of things I always had this vision I'd do something big. I wasn't it wasn't the fame necessarily. Like I always wanted to do something that had that little bit of that's something better than everyone else. And it wasn't because I was comparing myself. I just wanted to like like you said, be famous, like do something big. Mm. Did that stem from childhood or how your parents were or anything like that? Or Yeah, do you know what's weird? my parents aren't very confident at all. 
they're not extroverted. Like they would never have gone to acting school. They never would have done anything like I've done. I think a lot of that stuff kind of stemmed from the fact that I just, I feel like I wanted to give or show them they could have done it. Right. I don't know where that's come from. I honestly don't. Um, I got into mountain bikes a little bit and that was like my way of expressing myself a little bit. And I was finding like, actually, when I pushed myself, I was doing more. I got into fitness, pushed myself, doing more. And that was like a natural progression. But I had this thing years ago when I played football, my dad said to me, as long as you put in 110%, I don't care what happens. Mm. And that for me has always been like a driving force for me. Like I, I just knew I had to keep that 110. Like, where do I have to put the F in? Where do I have to mm. keep moving? I, I think that was the vision that I had of it. And my dad was very hard working and it, he gave up a lot for us. And so maybe I didn't quite realize it at the time, but I think maybe that was why I was trying to do it to show like you've done something phenomenal for me. I, I now you've given me an opportunity. I need to take it. Mm. Um, so yeah, that, that's definitely where my side of things came from to like, just find this opportunity and I think this is what's come about today with the identity unlock of having an opportunity to do something phenomenally big mm. which is scary but you know you've got to have that drive haven't you and who knows where that drive it's also what gets from. you hard for the hard times isn't it you mm. know if you've if you've got these big audacious goals you know you're still trying to grow you're still trying to push things you're still trying to learn more sometimes you need those risks of having the safety blankets taken away and also the resources taken away like how are you going to perform Mm. I remember you talking at the public speaking thing saying, was it the stage didn't come on and all of a sudden you had to act yeah. and sing and you need those moments to prove how good you are like, yeah. in those things. And I'm yeah. sure at the at the time, I bet you were wishing what's going on here, but actually, has it made you better? 100%. And you almost live for those moments of like, the, the when does the emergency come when you can't think about things and you just have to act in the moment, often like, why I was into skateboarding like extreme sports because you kind of buzz off those events and I find that I just perform way better once like you, you, you take this this out of it and you kind of yeah. live for those moments and it's amazing once you do when you when you can zone into that place it's, it's, it's weirdly peaceful yeah but also at the same time quite I don't know it's almost like vast it's like what could happen here yeah it's like they'd call it flow, wouldn't you? Like mm. of trying to get into flow is the hardest thing. But once you're there, it's kind of the nicest and it's, it's place honest, ever. Yeah, <laughs> you're just like I do not want this to stop. I just want this to carry on yeah. for as long as possible. No one stop this, and then I can keep growing. So you went down to acting uh, drama school in London. Then you went full blown. So you've done. Yeah, well, the vision for acting was like to to get to get noticed but I think that stemmed from like maybe my parents breaking up when I was younger and not really having that like my parents are the most loving people in the world but I think I I wanted that like I wanted that recognition so that was one side of things and then also I wanted to make something of of myself like I wanted the big house I wanted money because I've not not come from that like my mum used to uh, muck out horses for for a living like so all of that is like been my driving force to even if I wasn't doing acting, I would still need to have something like to, to chase, to create, to, to build. And I, I don't quite know where that is, but it's kind of this annoying drive that I can't get rid of. It's almost like if I delegate everything in my day, I will still find something to be like, right, this is what needs to get built today. I almost buzz off that. Yeah, that that's what's great about you though. Uh, yeah, it is, it is. But then you have have that downside of like, can you just like chill out? For, yeah, give me I mean, a couple of hours. But then that's where this, I know we're jumping around a bit. Um, hopefully this is all right. But that this where 
being tested and like having slight ADHD and autism is like, ah, I'm getting to learn about my brain far more. And actually there's no way of me really relaxing. Like I'm always a kind of a bit of an energetic something in me, like this force that's wanting to to build and, and move and not sit still. Um, and actually coming to grips with that and almost honoring that and accepting that is like, okay, well, this is, this is me. I learned to live with that and, and mm. kind of live, live life how I want. I suppose also, I'm going to come back to something else in a second, but when you become at peace with that, instead of constantly challenge it to almost say like, am I wrong with having this? Because mm. I know I, I struggle, especially with just, you kind of want to keep going because it's your thing and you're, you feel good with doing it. You know, even if business is struggling, you still feel good because you, there's just, there's a way, there's some, there's some way in there. And when you come to peace with the fact that you're actually like that, you know, you're always driven about that, you can solve every problem, then you're going to go and find more. Instead of battling it and constantly thinking, oh, why am I bad for doing this? Why am I, oh, actually, no, this is just the way I am. Mm. It gives you a little bit more peace. At least you're not holding on to a load of frustration and energy about it. You just go, oh, no, this is just how I am. And this is actually what has made me me. Mm. And then you can utilize it better instead of, I guess, battling yourself. And it, it, I suppose... It's giving yourself enough clear cutoff points to go and take downtime, to go and switch off and so on. That when you can go full steam at it, then you know, like, I've got the tools here, I can go at it. Mm. I think it's learning how you you work and not going, oh, well, I'm going to copy that person or that person on social media or a talk show says that I have to live like that. Once you find out how you live and you can get and harness that and get the best out of yourself. And I suppose that's like identity unlock, being authentically yourself i think my problem was before going on this whole self-discovery adhd therapy route was like i was looking for the answers from other people and they can only guide you but to be honest like there's only you with the answers and my therapist says like i've got like an exercise where like i have to spot the shoulds because i say like oh yeah well i should be doing that and it's like well whose rule is that like if you love working and you love build like do it you don't have you know you have to have so much downtime for family and all that sort of stuff. But if you if you just think you should be doing things because someone else says it, then there's a there's a sort of area there, and you're never really going to be living authentically no. y- yourself. You're constantly just looking at everyone else, thinking, "Well, I should be doing what they're doing," mm. instead of just what do you want to do? They say this is how I should run my business, but like, what? Why? <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, yeah. What proof have you got? How do need... you want to run your business? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's... I want to step back into that. So you're saying, obviously, like your parents broke up and then you wanted to make something for yourself. Is that something that you felt at the time that you needed to do? Or is it something you've learned since obviously having more like therapy and so on? And I think this there was something always at the time that I would like dream. Like I, I would love Pop Idol and X Factor of those stories from rags to riches. And I almost grew up on that sort of stuff. So that like shaped me of like that dream scenario and I'm kind of a bit ashamed to say it because I know that that isn't like reality but I grew up on that I grew up from a broken home and then watch these programs of people singing like me of coming from nothing to something and I've like acted with a few of like x-factor winners and it's really interesting hearing their story and it's not all the you know it's not all it's meant to be but I grew up on like these fairy tales like the films in the 90s these these rom-coms so I just thought it it, it was that easy to like go and make something of yourself. So I think I've just always had that 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 drive. Um, and the negative to that is that you're never truly fulfilled, but it's learning to to be fulfilled or learning to um, 
re- not be okay with that. Like accept that you're just going to keep going and going and going and you yeah. need that in order to live life to the max. I, I suppose that is life though, isn't it? It's, you know, in 20, 30 years time, the challenges will be different, but you're still, you can sit there and do nothing, but we're not the types of people that just want to do nothing. We want to make the most of our time mm. here. We've known other times where we've not maybe had everything that we wanted or couldn't get the things that we were capable of doing mm. and, and having. Um, I know from my side of things definitely that I, I didn't have the adversity. And I, quite fortunately, I never had, you know, I come from a good, you know, my parents are still together. Um, had some other, you know, stuff in my family, but I never, I was quite oblivious to it. I was always quite in my own little world and I was quite happy and so on. Um, and it was only when I realised later on down the thing, like, and I was, I used to get bullied for my weight quite a lot because I used to be a hell of a lot bigger. And I couldn't quite work out why people would be like that to me. I was like, where does that come from? Where do you wake mm. up with that want to just be like that? And it was only through myself going through all of this lot to then build the business and have children and so on that made me realise so much about how people do think and how people operate. And sometimes it's... It's a weird thing to admit, but sometimes I wish I had more adversity when I was younger because it would have pushed me harder. Yeah, and I, I know what you mean because when some people like give their stories, I sometimes I'm like, I don't necessarily have like a, a a story, but then it's also owning that, isn't it? It's been mm. like, there's, there's not been too much that I need to. No, and th- this is why I push myself so hard because I'm like, well, I have no excuse. I have mm. no what's what's my excuse? Oh, I got bullied when I was younger. There's people that have had awful things happen to them, mm. you know, truly awful things. Um, and I suppose it's the way you look at these things is how do you utilize it? You had your past, you 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 know everything that happened in it, good or bad. How do you use it? Mm. What what do you want to use from it? Where do you want to go with these things? I, I very quickly learned to not judge myself off of the bad and the good, and be quite okay with it as long as I felt. I was doing the right things and what I believed was good for me, the business family, whatever. I was quite okay with that. Mm. But I can see how many people, and I think the photography really helped me see this because I, I would see people's character in front of me. You know how like when you're playing a character, you're trying to portray that. I could read it in their body language so quickly because I got so used to seeing it. Mm. It's a superpower almost. Yeah, and it's not like, and they're like, how do you see this stuff? Because I, I can't just scroll off a list of here's my problems. Mm. But you could see with the way that people spoke, and I think this is where therapists and someone can see it, they can see in the patterns of things of what you're saying and how you say things. Like you're saying, I should. Mm. Like, who said that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where's the proof of it? Yeah. Oh, I, you know, this adversity hit me. I should be like this. Like, why? Mm. And that's that's part of the reason why I love what I do with this is I get to challenge people. Like, well, why is that? And as for you, you know, you've seen phenomenal growth with everything you've told me about, especially, you know, obviously going for the acting and we'll go on to the business side of things later. But you've had a, a massive journey of standing on stage, like working with a lot of celebs and now helping other people change their body and their life and mm. also owning your own story to become an icon for other people that at the time didn't know it. You know, mm. they come across your content and gone, wow, this guy's done all of this stuff. Mm. I need that in my life. That's what I'm what I'm missing. It takes quite a lot of a person. I think. Have, have you struggled with ever struggled with that side of things? Of actually, since you know, going from the acting side of things where you go and perform and you go and be a character, to then just be you. Yeah, totally. And I would say a lot of 
performers do struggle with that as well because you spend your whole time learning lines being somebody else that actually I find a lot of actors would just struggle, like including my myself, would just struggle to sit here and speak as as themselves. Like we sometimes we do performances where you have to come on as you and like introduce the show. And I've noticed like we can struggle to do that, and it's almost like trying to find yourself in your own voice because certainly as a as a young actor, you're trying to be these like Robert De Niro's, Marlon Brando's, Johnny Depp's of like always being someone else like this versatile actor but actually you know the the successful like the successful actors are really authentic with themselves or they're bringing their own experiences into their character and like you'd say the best best actors are like really okay with them with themselves mm. like there's a there's a depth to them they're not just like one dimensional like portraying a, a a character in a kind of wandy format they're really there's there's a depth to them, yeah. you can see it in their eyes, and it's like, wow, I can see what they've 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 been through. Um, so, one hundred percent, like a a challenge for performers is just be having confidence as as themselves. Out of interest, have you seen uh, purely because I watched it in the last two weeks? So this is quite relevant to this. I've watched both the um, Sylvester Stallone and also the I want to watch it Arnold thing. You'll find I've watched the Arnold thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, just, I think what you're saying there is you've got a uniqueness to yourself and like Arnold and Sly had that they had a uniqueness to themselves that they didn't try and take away from the characters that they were being. They put that into the characters and become them and made those characters. Whereas like yourself, you need to know yourself quite well. So then when you go into acting, you're bringing yourself and your natural energy into that character instead of just disregarding who you are and i think that's what a lot of people do is you disregard yourself to be something else and then you go i don't know how to be me mm. well there's some characters that you'd come to and it's like I, I don't have any experience in that like playing gaston i don't have any experience of like of being a misogynist like or, or being sexist i don't really know how to to do that so that's when you have to play on like other areas of your life that's like I, i've had that kind of that 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 thing but you may be using like a different parallel mm. to it um for instance i don't know if that quite makes yeah, sense yeah. but you have to draw on those parallels of like okay so you've never killed someone how can you commit to that instead of just you know putting a you know killing someone you in like to... that character you have to really feel it think it live it and these these people like leonardo DiCaprio, just he's so committed in everything the camera's right there but you can tell that he's not acting it, and mm. that's that was the thing for my for my talk was like actors don't act; they 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 be, they live it. They're the 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 power of an actor is like not to not to fake it. It's like to actually tell the truth of the story, and mm. that's the hardest thing. And that's why some actors move you when you sat at home watching it. And that, I suppose that's the key between for your guys. You know, you want to get them in the peak place to get the best out of them so they feel like the best version of themselves so that when they go to their performance, when they go to go for an audition, that that's not a problem. It, it could be anything. You could get someone saying like, I've got my own tools for acting. I feel equipped to myself, but I want you to build me the body that I imagine my character to be sweet. We can do that. It might just be someone that's out of work, that's suffering with a bit of depression or motivation. It's like, okay, we need to get your, your habits, your non-negotiables, you need to get your health, your standards higher so you can like drop all of that in an audition room and just be present. So like 
the really the po program, the powerful performance program, is about performance and just like performing at the highest, like the highest level. And however you know we do that, and it's different for everyone. It's it's not a one size fits all thing. It might be that someone like something very very minute is like they're just a little bit dehydrated every single day, mm. which means that they're not thinking clearly. The focus is is wavering. It could be that they're just having too much processed food. Like it could be very very simple. But ultimately, yeah, the program's about about performance and performance of the a-game because you've gone through that and you've seen okay i know the health and nutrition side of things you know a lot about the mindset side of things and then you obviously clearly very well um rounded in the acting side of things it's very easy for you to just see those blind spots that other people can't because you're trying to live life you're trying to do all the right things mm. that's where people turn to you and just go well like you said it could just be you just need to drink more water it's got something quite simple and you go yeah i never even thought of that and it's like, I think it's like you with Identity Unlock. I created the program for myself when I was 18 of like, if I could have had that, if I could have had coaches in my corner every single day, help me sort of perform at my A game, like I'd have been, I'd have been leaps and bounds ahead, ahead of where I am. Now I would have bypassed three years of like really unhealthy nutrition habits. I'd have bypassed five years of just like shit training technique in, in the gym. So like really I had the idea of like, I could have really done with that when I was in drama school, leaving drama school, in work, out of work. Um, and that that's where the idea really came from. And that, that's, that's also the best place for it because every actor is going to go through, they could have two, three years of being completely blocked out, like always having something, then nothing. Mm. Also, you could then go through a stage where you you know you need to perform at your best consistently, but something's not quite right and you can't think of it because you've got too many other things to focus on. Exactly. It's that whole thing of like, do you try and do your taxes yourself or do you get an accountant to do it so you can focus on other areas of your yeah. life and build that and, and revamp that in, in areas that, that you want to? And I think that's kind of what we provide as, as mentors almost of like, you don't need to think about that. We'll do the thinking. You focus on the area of your life that, that you love and we'll take care of that so you can perform at your A game kind yeah. of thing. And also, as, as coaches, it's our job to know the right questions. Mm. That's something I struggle with, and we can maybe touch on that more with you, like the power of questions and actually getting someone to discover that themselves instead of being told that. Mm. It's very easy, isn't it? I, I find it easy as a coach to say, yep, do that, do that, and that, but it's actually not the right yeah, answer. Yeah, yeah. It's like those those reflective questions of like, well, why do you think it's not happening at the moment? What have you tried? Like, you the know, only the only way I can liken it to, and you'll probably relate this back to football, right? Love it. Right? You know how you get that guy who will just smash the hell out of it? Like, uh, let's say a penalty, and he'll just run up and just wallop it, and he mm. doesn't care where it's going. He's going to hit it so hard he wouldn't get stopped. Or you see someone like Messi who comes up and just places it, like, delicately. Mm. It's almost being able to have that touch on it where you just go, I know the right answer. I need you to figure this out for yourself, and if you can't find it, I'll help you. Mm. And having that little bit of confidence in yourself to know... I can help you find this. I just need you to see a slightly different perspective here. Yeah. And having that. Do you know the science of it? Like, I why think it should that? Put, I, I, I guess it's only, the only thing that I can put it towards, and to be honest, I haven't researched it, let's just say, but I relate this back to photography. It's just your perception. It's just the angle that you've got. You know, like, if you've got, a, you know, a real zoomed-in lens and you're just looking at one part, you're not going to see the rest of it. mm but then also, if you're really wide, you're never going to see the depths to where like that little tiny minute 
answer is. Mm. So I guess from your perspective, you've got the bigger view of you've done the acting, you've done the health, you've, you know, obviously had a lot of work done with, you know, as you said, ADHD and like have therapy and so on. You've got a very big perspective of all of it. And when you need to, you can go very narrow with it because, oh, that's the bit I was missing. Like it was just the hydration or oh, actually your carbs are just way too low. You need to bump them up or maybe your body responds better to fats instead of carbs. Mm. Like I didn't realize my body... I, I really like fatty food, so like like salmon and sausages and stuff like that. Like that's my go-to. Mm. I don't actually do at all well with high fat, so I have to really drop my fats when I diet. Right. So I literally have like 50 grams of fat a day. Right. Which like really, you know, it's melt more carbs and I seem to perform better. Like you said, if you if you change your perspective, perspective of it and you give yourself a different vision, you're coming across as now the leader, you're, you know, and that's how I've looked at it as well. They've come to me with a problem. How do I get them to see a different perspective? How do I get them to just turn around a little bit and see a different angle? Have you thought of it from this position? Oh, actually, yeah, if you did this, you could do that. Okay, and then options start coming up. And I think for you and I, when we've ever had difficulties or troubles, you've always looked for someone that's just got that alternative view, that mm. option that's just a little bit this way and that mm. way. And I think that's probably why we watch TV, we watch shows and stuff, because you're looking for that alternative view on how you can get to that place. Just that one sentence, it's almost um, in, is it Rocky Five where he said, like, it's not about how hard you can get hit. I actually wanted to get that tattooed on me for so long <laughs> until I realised that absolutely like everyone would have had it on the planet. <laughs> Just because it was, for me, it was never about how hard I could hit people. It was always, you know, when I got bullied, when I was overweight, um, you know, I didn't, I played football to an okay level, but I was often never felt like I quite fitted in with these things. I was often like, why? Like, what, what am I doing so wrong? Mm. Like, I don't try and do anything wrong, but actually because I wasn't trying to stand out, I wasn't trying to be the the leader in all these things, that was why I was getting to that place. So as soon as I started to adopt this leadership role of, okay, well, that's what they need in me. Okay, I've got the resources there from what I know, but also this is often just holding space for people, just having that, could you look at this in a different way? Mm. I was actually talking to one of the other um, lads on the power room the other day because he's got a little boy. And we were just talking about, you know, being a dad and how it gets difficult because you always want to help your children do everything, but actually that's not helping them. You need to let them fail a little bit. Yeah. You need to let them make mistakes so that then they learn. Because I guess that's them finding it for themselves, mm. isn't it? And I was going to say, when when you find it for yourself, you're you're not being told it. Like you actually find that thing in your body and then you go oh i found it i can take ownership now because i found it instead mm. of being told like you know oh do that do that and, and i guess as coaches mentors we can guide people to that aisle to mm. get the right foods but unless people trial it out for themselves and and see those results and know what that feels like mm. that's when you really start to take ownership and also from the bits that i've learned about this as well is that when you are when you're guided to that place where you Let's say, for example, like you played uh, Gaston, was it? Gaston, uh, Gaston in Gaston, right, yeah. let's say, I said Gaston. Then. Gaston, right. Um, let's say you, when you went for that audition, in your head you're like, right, I'm going to put myself into the zone to do this. You've got all these things up here that you're thinking, and you would have, you know, if you're like much like me, you're thinking of 20 different options all the time just because you're trying to work out quickly which is the right one mm. to just go down and not waste time in making the decision. When you get that, good feeling which is what you can give to people when you allow them to find the answer you go from fear like thinking up here to feeling it you know almost like you've yeah, got the yeah. part i feel it now like i, f I yeah. i'm successful i feel it instead of 
it's all about that. It. Like you might you might be rehearsing a scene. It's like yeah, I've, I've not I've not got it. And then you go, I've got it. And when you say you've got it, it's that feeling of like I I, I know where I am. I know what the scenes about it's all to do with that feeling yeah 100 yeah, and that's why i think for a lot of people they need to have that feeling to move on you could how many business masterminds have you been to where they give you all the information and you could just have something that's not right and you just don't take any of it in. Mm. you go home and you go i've written a load of notes here four months later they're still in your notebook and maybe you haven't done some of the bits you thought were actually really useful just because you weren't quite if something wasn't quite feeling right, you're like, ah, it's not quite there. And then all of a sudden that happens and it's like, boom, you get so much done in no time at all. And you're like, I just needed that. I needed it to connect right. I needed that thing to hit. Yeah. And that's what I've tried to learn with this. Uh, I do struggle with it because I like talking. Um, trying to slow down a little bit and let people see an alternative and give them, it's typically giving people that space. You know, like when you're acting and you just pause. mm they suddenly then, oh, I, I absorb it now, I get it. When something's so fast-paced, you're like, blah, 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 and then you mm. get it and you go, ah. Oh. You see that missing bit that the writer's put into something. You go, oh, it makes so much sense because that character needs this. Mm. They, you know, the person gets that in their own head. They get this thing of, oh, this makes sense now that if I have this, this allows this, which then gives me this and so on, instead of it being roadblock, 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 where do I turn? There's also that whole thing about, though, thinking about things too much and waiting for that moment to connect of like actually just throwing yourself in mm. and moving. It's like the classic thing that we say in the fitness, like there's no right time to start. The right time was 10 years ago because the, you know, we, we know about forced evolution that you that you kind of evolve on the go once you do things. Same with the gym. If you put stress on your muscles, it, they will evolve. Sometimes like I think as, as actors, certainly we can be so in our heads about like the right way to do it. And often it is just to throw yourself in and like, experiment and see how it feels and a, and a lot of the time things can can come with that and if you're struggling with productivity in business actually just putting pen to paper yeah. and like doing it then they go oh no and I, I know what it's about now i can feel that because i've just so like starting is like the hardest thing isn't it 100%. with things especially if you're you know for many actors you know there's probably the reason why they want to stand on stage is they wanted to like you said like you wanted to you wanted to be someone you wanted to showcase that you mm. were good enough and you can make people happy and feel connected and make memories and so on. I, I know from my lessons of the fitness industry and what I've learned is that most people came into the gym and this is why I could notice the confidence straight away. They were doing the photo shoot mainly and I, I'm going to lean into the way I do like the body confidence female fitness shoots with their underwear. It's not even the fact that they're in their underwear that's the problem. It's the fact that they've not allowed that person to just come out in themselves that actually feels okay with who they are. Mm. And then all of a sudden when you go, here's your space to go and do it and you're put under that pressure of like, now's your time to perform. When they connect with it, it's phenomenal. You see this real like energy that comes off of them. And as you're saying, sometimes you just need to throw yourself into that situation. I've done it plenty of times. This did with the business. I went, I've got to go, go in. I've just got to throw myself in. It's mm. going to be difficult. I have to go through this because how am I going to get to this place otherwise where I do have more of that control and more of that feeling? I'm not going to know everything, but that's okay. I can learn that. Mm. You know, and it, what would you say is the biggest mindset shift or like growth that you've had in your life, like with having having kids, getting married, having two businesses? Like what's been the biggest that like, I don't know, like do you identity know, I, I learned this like, I learned this two or three weeks ago, just how powerful you are. When it's you in, well, yeah. 
you hopefully you know when you do what when, like when business everything like all business, of this kids, like, everything. if you if i showed you a picture of me i started my fitness journey in 2011 any time between 2008 to 2011 where I went into the television world, I was traveling all the time, I was eating crap food, I had no idea, I was never in a gym, I was always driving thousands of hours, I was around a lot of older guys who'd done their time, so they weren't going to go into the gym, they'd just go to the pub and so on. I had just lived this life where I was traveling around a lot, I got to experience a lot, which was phenomenal, but not in a way that was in any way like practical or healthy or whatever, it was very much a good time. Um, and then as soon as I went through... I'll give you the honest answer. I went to Scotland for a month, not to blame Scotland. I'd eaten every bit of shit food I could. I'd come back you home to my ex-girlfriend. I, I was, yeah, everything. Like, honestly, I had a, <laughs> I'll never forget it. I had a naan bread that was the size of this and it was full of chips, chicken, like everything wow. just wrapped up into it. And it was like a challenge to eat it. And I smashed the whole lot of it. Oh, I, I was 38 kilos overweight. Wow. And I got home... Um, to my ex-girlfriend at the time and went to get in bed next to her and I literally took, just got down to my boxes and I was just, I almost felt like spherical, I was just round. And I looked at myself and I was like, and I'd played football that night, uh, five aside, and I really struggled. I was like 10 minutes in, I could barely breathe. Right. And I was like, what's going on here? And through that moment of then, okay, I'm going to lose weight, I'm going to get in better shape, then pushing the photography because I needed an outlet like the, the job wasn't giving me enough I wasn't I didn't feel like I was using myself properly to then get to the top of the fitness photography industry within a couple of years and then see the patterns of everyone coming in and having these struggles that they hold on to every time they were doing it and you know even like with actors you'll see some of them just let that person out just let it it's there just go for it mm. I was seeing that so often and the thing that I realized was is actually when I didn't focus on those things or dealt with them and move forward just how powerful you can be i've created two lives i've changed hundreds of lives there's people out there that didn't even have a fitness like income coming in now they're earning mm. thousands if not hundreds of thousands right there's people out there there's a girl that finished a photo shoot and she was so confident she went home had sex and fell pregnant wow <laughs> right yeah. there was another girl that i've worked with who was struggling to fall pregnant couldn't quite see why because she was stressing out so much because fitness people know they can manipulate everything so you know you can get the answers she was struggling to fall pregnant because she was putting so much pressure on herself mm. i said are you being the mum that your son or daughter needs you to be and we were on a tube to london and she went no two weeks later she texted me with a pregnancy test and she fell pregnant like and then that was it i met her son a couple of months ago it your everyone is so powerful you've just got to let it Test yourself, go and find where you can be powerful and do it in the right ways of, you know, building something, supporting people, creating lives. Like it's mm. everyone is automatically so... in you anyway, isn't it? Oh, A yeah. Lot of people say to me, like, oh, why are you trying to like change people's bodies or like people are already good enough? It's like, yeah, no, we're just trying to like let it out, let them mm. find their best version themselves, let them find the power, like, you know, where that real answer is or where that courage is or where that you know, acute focus is. And just, just to have moments where you can't expect it to be every day, but you need those like real highs. We we know what those highs are, whether it's, you know, in business, a PB month, whether it's in acting or performing like that, just one thing, maybe it's connecting, you know, you recently got um, engaged, didn't you? Like when they say yes, you're like, Christ, that's taken mm. a bit of pressure off. Like, yeah. At least I didn't yeah. throw me a curveball with that one. Um, it's those things that you can do so much with it. 
And you, I just wish so many more people could see what they were capable of doing. They have this long list of, oh, I can't do this. This person said this. I've always believed this and so on. And you're sitting there going, if you just dropped all that, it would be phenomenal. Mm. And I needed that type of person to just be really blunt with me. What do you mean? What do you mean by that? I'm like thinking of other things now, like playing devil's advocate of like, okay, so if someone's just doesn't want to push for a business or doesn't want to like get in shape, they're just in healthy, they're they're a they're a, they're a parent, they just go to the job that they don't particularly enjoy, but that's fine. They're content with life. Like, is that them living optimally? Would you say to them that there is is more? Like, what would you say to I, that? Is if, there anything wrong with that? If you're happy, mm. then no. That's the, that's the answer. Yeah, like, it, honestly, is a successful person the person that's keep chasing their next million, even though they've got 500 in the bank? No. No, <laughs> like, because they're still just driving for something that, I guess, has no, you know, they have a challenge they set to themselves. And I, I quite like having a challenge. I think success is more about what you're, if you know you're capable of more, if you just know yeah. you're just neglecting it, that's the type of person I want to get through. Mm. Because you know there's a couple of barriers and there's a couple of conversations in the way from having a drastically different life. You know, I, I, one of the girls uh, was actually on the the, pro, the public speaking workshop. She messaged us last night saying that one of the her second coach uh, is a mum and one of the other girls in the programme was really struggling because she's a mum and she was trying to get back into a corporate world where she had a big job and it was a lot of pressure and stuff. And she was a great fit to help her through some of the struggling times. Now, Anna, six months ago, was in my gym downstairs and cried her eyes and said, I think I'm going to quit. And it was only because we had a real honest conversation and she was just very scared about being vulnerable. Mm. And like when you look at it like that and just think it's it's almost scary to think this mum would never maybe get to that point because Anna would have given up on herself even though all she just needed was a conversation. And someone just to believe in her and go, I, you're, you, this is what you need right now. Go mm. and go and utilize it. And I, all of my best moments have been from when people have either doubted me or I, I've had that one person that just had a different belief, that slightly bigger view. Just throw me a question and I'll be like, got it. Mm. And so many incredible things have happened to me. And I, I, <laughs> I wake up most mornings and struggle to see why anything's bad which is phenomenal. Like mm. for me, I'm at quite a piece with that. The flip side of that is sometimes I struggle with a big amount of like workload because I'm like, I'm quite a piece, but I know I'm capable of more. I know I want to help more people. I know there's more people that sit out there going, I need someone to just break through the noise mm. and just give me that boom. I know that there's something there. Like you, you're going to believe in them when maybe they don't at that time. When you were going through your stuff and obviously like you were saying, you know, with your parents and so on, you just wanted someone to look at you go, Tom, you're going to do incredible things. Yeah, and I think at the time, it was sixth form, and it was it was a teacher who saw something inside of me that started giving me, like, roles to play at sixth form college. And I was like, okay, like, this person believes in me. Maybe I am going to go and do this. And that, as, like, a 16, 17-year-old boy, was just amazing. Rocket fuel. Yeah, and my mum and dad always, like, believed in me. Like, they were the most amazing, loving parents ever. But then someone in the profession to go, like, no, I want you to do that because I think you can do that. And then when you get people clapping you and like asking you questions, then you're like, oh, right, they believe me as well. And that's when it's a, a spiraling effect. I think the problem with that is you can go so far just relying off people, mm. the claps, the nice comments, whereas actually 
I think as actors, you've got to look inside and go, no, I, I know that mm. I'm, that I'm good. So, I'm, I, yeah, I'm, I'm sound within myself. I know I can do that job. And I think I'm at a place now with my own acting career coming off the back of COVID audition for Beauty and the Beast. It was the first audition I went for. I was like, I, I, I know that, you know, I know that I can, that I can do this sort of thing. Um, yeah. And that's where I like it in the fact of almost saying she like, okay, well, what else are you capable of? Yeah. Yeah. Have that spark of that. And I think that's where the business has come in of going, right, well, this is, I'm now fully in control of this. And the the biggest growth that I've had is actually running your own business. You're forced to do things that you don't want to do. I don't want to go on Instagram and do a story of myself. I hate the sound of myself. I hate the way I look. You know, like, I don't like that. It makes me, my skin cold, but it, it forces you to do things and put yourself out there for criticism, just, for anything. What's phenomenal about that is that you say those types of things. Yeah, I sat there watching you when we were at that Phil's event and I sat there and went, if I could be like him, that'd be phenomenal. Mm. And yet you're sitting there as an actor that's quite happy to stand on stage in front and perform in front of people and someone going, hate the sound of my voice, mm. don't know the way I look, all this stuff. And someone says, why did you prefer theatre or film? And I say theatre because I don't want to watch myself back <laughs> all the time. You know, I yeah. want it to be in the moment, have fun, and then it... it it goes yeah and i think also like that's sometimes where you like you we can all be quite critical of ourselves. i know i don't like the yeah. color of my teeth i i see it when i do videos but i also know that that's not what makes me i could judge mm -hmm. myself on it every day and yeah i could go and get them whitened and all that stuff but the bigger challenge is to not let that face me and actually still show up yeah still be a leader still be a role exactly. model i look at it this way where if i've i get bad love handles like literally my weight sits here as soon as I put on any weight it goes straight back there right I to stay really fairly lean don't necessarily feel it like I'm quite a piece of where I'm at the moment where like if I wanted to go on holiday and lose a couple of kilos I could do it quite easily mm -hmm. and I'm not so far away from it it's like six months of dieting it's a couple of weeks and I could be in a fairly good place but I know I've learned so many things about myself and I think this is what most people miss is if you don't go through that journey of fitness thing something that challenges you mentally and pushes your boundaries you never quite know what you're capable of to find that space where like you're probably in a good place where like let's say you're going on holiday in a couple of weeks like right, i'll just nip it in the bud a little bit and i'm good mm. if i need to go and perform i'm good if i need to be present for the business i'm good like you've worked out a really yeah. good space for you and then if troubles come in you're okay to deal with it you're not uh, like oh i'm pushing the boundaries of absolutely everything mm which is where I've had to be this year of pushing the boundaries of everything. And when more problems come up, it has been hard. You just not the balance a little yeah, bit. Yeah, and it, it does, you know, you're always going to go through phases of the balance being one way or the other to achieve, you know, if you're going to achieve extremes like you have been on stage, I'm sure there's weeks and months where you can't do certain things. Or when you were growing the business, you're like, I just need to go and do this, but mm. I can't for four weeks. And mm -hmm. you have to be patient or think differently or it so was last on. year went on on tour taking the business on tour performing at night but then spending your energy throughout the day and then trying to give more energy on stage like the classic phrase of burning the candles at at, at both end is like very apparent and you have you have a team and stuff which is which is amazing but then like you know they say like energy can't be created it can just be moved around and like <laughs> i was spending so much energy and taken in through food and sleep, but it, it just wasn't. Are you happy happening. you push yourself to that extreme? One hundred percent. And I think, all, like, 
you said that you looked at me in the talk and like I'd love to speak like that. I didn't want to do the talk, but I knew that it would push me out of my my comfort zone. And actually, I I really really enjoyed it. And like part of the reason coming to do things like like this, like I'm I'm comfortable at home on my laptop speaking to clients. Like pushing yourself out outside of your comfort zone is is like really important. And something mm. that I write write in my diary every day is like what's gone well or what am I grateful for. And often the things that come up are the things that I was resisting doing and then I do them and they're like that was the best thing that happened to me today yeah and I, I've always loved that the challenges that we've just done Thailand and the fact take this like I, was, I said this on another podcast as well take this completely out of the shell it was in 10 years ago I was an overweight kid that nobody would listen to all of a sudden I'm sat in a luxury villa in Thailand admittedly with a bunch of women there should have been more guys on it but we won't go into that but I sat there and I thought the young boy that I was that couldn't talk to anyone all of a sudden you could look at it like the or like um uh not poor so what's the um uh like the pimp <laughs> I've sat there at this luxury place with all these Couldn't women that have come to way. listen to like and I looked at it and went I, I don't quite believe I've got to this place. Mm. And I'm happy I pushed it to the stream. Now, don't get me wrong, I wasn't doing anything with any of the clients or like, you know, we were there to, you know, evolve people and learn and have new experiences and stuff. But I remember sitting there thinking, if I hadn't pushed myself to the extreme of doing something where most other business mentorships would never do something like this, the, the amount of time and effort and planning and so on, they wouldn't have gone to this extreme. And I was like, this is why I've done it, to just see what I'm capable of, what, what those things. Mm. Sure, you'll come back afterwards and go, I wish I'd done this differently. I wish I'd done that differently. I wish I could have known this or known that. But without pushing yourself to those extremes, you, like I said, you never know what you're capable of. Yeah. And that's why I do it for myself to show other people what they could do. If I can do it and show, you know, what are you capable of doing? Like do a big retreat for your clients, take them to Spain and mm. do something like that. Put them around each other, let the conversations flow. That, that's... That's when you realize just how much impact you're having and like mm. true impact. You know, and that, I think that's the hard thing with business because you're often so focused on running a phenomenal business that actually really detracting yourself from the the nuts and bolts, the finances and all that stuff, and just looking at what you give to people and taking a step back and go, when I die, am I actually gonna be really happy of what I gave these people? And that's mm. what I, I'm proud of with the identity unlock is there's a space where people can just feel safe. Like you've met Celeste earlier, like she was inspired by you. Mm. You know, putting these things together, I wouldn't have met you if I hadn't have invested into Phil. Mm. You know, you wouldn't have had other stuff if you hadn't have gone down other routes. Like all these things happen because we're just challenging ourselves to be better. And yeah. that's what I'm saying. When we go back to the question of someone's like quite happy with themselves, if you're happy, phenomenal, great. If you know there's something burning inside of you, what are you waiting for? Yeah. And I think it's that whole thing about you being the best version of of yourself whether that's through like eating great food practicing whatever you practice but if you're the best version of yourself working in a job that you don't particularly like or being the best dad like that's 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 the answer isn't it because that's where the happiness yeah. lies that's where your potential is and i guess obviously your values as well like what do you value if the reason why I pivoted so hard with the business is that next year I can actually have more time with my son and daughter. And I valued the time with them over the risk of the business. Mm. But I know in the long run, the business will do what I need it to do because I'm intentional about it. And that's why I get up early and work before they're awake and then go back home, help them and do stuff. And then, mm. you know, move my day around because, okay, I can't live it exactly how I want to. But my value is, is that when those tough times come for my kids later on, I need to know I've been through it to give them solid advice, not 
I don't know. And that's what I had. I had no one around me that had that extremes of like going to that lengths and almost you'd rather know, and you've probably had conversations with people in the, the mastermind and stuff that have gone to the extremes of things. You're like, what am I, what do I need to be prepared for? And it was actually when I spoke to Phil, he told me a bit about how you, how patient you had to be with acting and running the business that gave me a little bit of respite earlier on in the year where the photography and everything was beating me. Mm, I right. was struggling with it a lot. I, was, I don't know what way to turn. I can't get enough time with this. This is falling behind. I, I need to keep it growing. And it was only knowing that someone else had been through it. And that's why I wanted to get to know you a bit more because I was like, if he can do it, I'm going to lean on to what you know, he's had because if he can get through it, so can I. Mm. And I, I think that's the whole thing about surrounding yourself by like-minded people of like, ah, can I just lean on you a minute and like ask your opinion of the... of that? And I think that's what the Powerful Performers is doing for actors that are trying to get fit. It's like, I'll link you with this person who's also on a cruise ship going through the exact same struggles, you know, yeah. see how you get on and leaning on that person for those experiences can give you like a massive amount of comfort, can't you? And like, 100%. I'm not alone. I'm going to keep trying. I'm not going to give up because I think that I'm the failure and I'm the odd one out. Everyone else is going through it as well. Yeah. And I th I'm going to segue on to a bit that I know that we're going to touch on a bit of a sensitive subject here, but this is what I've learned from obviously being a dad is that you're trying to connect these things. And like we were saying earlier about, I, I need to not do everything for my son to enable him to learn how to do things. And over time, mm. more of that, because obviously that's how he's going to grow and then stand by him and just encourage him and support him in the right way to make those mistakes and learn quickly so that he becomes wise. You can't just go, here's a USB stick, download all my memories. And yeah. there you go. You won't make any mistakes. You need to go and do them. But you also make my mistakes as well, which, hopefully you won't <laughs> you know what I mean like yeah, yeah exactly. these are all the things I made mistakes yeah. on don't go to that extreme yeah, yeah. but also there is some fun bits out of all of this stuff right um I'm gonna ask you obviously unfortunately you lost your dad yeah. earlier on this year this summer, yeah. um that must have been a massive hit especially with like being a man moving forward having a role model someone to lean upon it's the, the, without a shadow of that the single worst saddest thing of of my life and I and I I don't say it lightly because he was the role model. Like, as as all dads listen to this, particularly son to father, like sons look up to their dads like so 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 much. Even if they're not doing the, the right things, in some cases, I've had friends who still looked up to their dads, even though their dads weren't really around for them. And my dad, for me, and as he was saying that, like, has just had such an impact on me. But it's not the stuff that he said to me. It's the stuff that I've just seen him do, like the actions without him even knowing it, like of of what it means for me to to be a man. Like everything is compared to to him. Like what? How would he do it? What would he he think? Mm -hmm. um, and like you just you just carry him, carry him everywhere. You know? How do you think? Um... I know we kind of briefly said, and, and I know this stuff. You don't want to go saying it to before, but before it actually happens. Do you think, um, especially if you become a dad at some point as well, like the lessons that you learned from your dad and then how hard you've had to push yourself, mm. have you ever thought about that side of what your life will be like? Yeah, I mean, I, I feel that I'm equipped with all the tools to be a great dad exactly like he he was. Um, and, and I know that he he would be like really, really proud of everything that I've that I've done it. It's it's pretty recent, so like nothing really news happened. Bar me getting engaged, where you think, oh, I wonder what he would have would have said. But everything that's happened in my life so far, you know that you've got his mm. his approval. 
Um, and like I said, you, you just everything that you do, you compare it to like, ah, how would how would he do it, or how would he how would he say? Is there a part of you that now wants to keep pushing for more, just for to show him what you're capable of? It's a hard one because I'm so driven anyway that there's nothing around that. It's more like pulling back and going, how am I, how are my family? Mm. Like, how can I be there more for them? How can I help other people that I love, like thrive? Cause I know he would, he would want that. And that's that what, what he was, he was for. Like. He was not worried about money, finances himself. It was all for everybody else. Like the, so my dad passed doing a, doing a gig during one of his songs. He was playing his favorite song called Beautiful Human Being. And he went halfway through that on stage. But before that, he'd just finished his extension kitchen, which was for his family. And it finished that day. And then he went off to do his gig. And like it was almost like he'd just had this, you know, this extension done for them. And then he was like, I'm, you know. Almost at peace. Yeah, I'm, 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 the, the, you couldn't really write the story of like he went singing his favorite favorite wow, song, which powerful. is like, which is which is amazing. So he 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 was very very selfless, um, which is the one thing that I take from him. It's like, okay, can I bring my own dreams and ambitions down a little bit, or like, can I just have some more time to see how my 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 family are, to see how I can help them? But in terms of like me helping performers, helping other people, like. He, he would be so so proud of that yeah i i always think with those things and what i've learned from other people going through it and i've still fortunately got my dad here um it's one of those things where you i've learned that one of the best things about my dad is that he would help you regardless of how he felt mm. and i think that's something that i've always had where one or two of the girls were talking to me recently about some struggles that they were going through and I was saying to them, actually, do you know what? I'm going to help you a bit. I hope this helps you a bit here. Like I'm struggling with a similar thing and being okay with that is that because when you have seen what's important to you, like, you know, your dad was there to help others when whatever was going on with him, you know, whether he personally might've been having a good or a bad time. Mm. You know, if you said he was always just about, well, yeah, but Tom needs me right now or mm. brothers and sisters or family or whatever. My dad's always been very like that. And so I, I much like you finding that fine balance of I want to push myself to see what I'm capable of achieving for myself because I know I can achieve big things but also I want to make sure that I can be a great role model to my children I can also help people when they need it one of my best mates was really struggling like last year and just having the time to have those conversations and being in those right places like you said sometimes it's the conversations you had with your dad that you just or the ways that he was in those times that you've absorbed and you just go okay that's how i want to be like mm. that felt good i'm going to take that mm. like I've, I've learned enough bad stuff i want to keep this one because that's something that powerful to you and i kind of feel like you live through that a little bit like to have a, it's a completely different story to this but um me and me and my wife went through a miscarriage uh before we had our daughter and there's always been a little bit of me that just has this little thing i'm going to live life for you like i'm going to mm. go and give you the opportunity that you didn't have mm, wow that's um, powerful as well because when I sit there and think about like, we were talking earlier, like not having the deep adversity and you've only had it recently, so it's not like you could lean upon it 10 years ago. So you know, my dad wasn't around or whatever. When I sit there and think about like, I've just got to go and use these things. Like my daughter or son or daughter that could have been like, I want to be that energy. I want to 
bring that to them. I want to do good things with my life because of they never got to. Mm. And I think that's a massive shame. And I think also we always look at these things of, you know, such a shame when someone so as great as your dad sounds like phenomenal person passes away. You just want to utilize what they were mm. and who they were and the great things about them. And that's what's really pushed me to just go, you know, I know what my parents struggled with. I know what we, you know, we've been through and I know that what I had in my own life, and this is why I kind of, if you're as driven as you are and I know I am, you want to do all these good things. But as you said, it's being able, it's, there's a massive value in being able to just go, okay, but this is important. So if I'd lose this bit, yeah. what's the point in any of this? But I think you can get caught up in the like the initial excitement of building something, but there's also like the, the long-standing thing over here, which for me is like my family and seeing how, how they are. It's just about turning regular attention to to that and being like, okay, what, what do you need? And like as awful as the summer truly was, like what I'm taking away from it is like the, the, the memories and the closeness that we have all had mm. together, which for me, I haven't had that for a, for a, for a long while. Um, and, and truthfully, I don't know how my dad will impact my life because it's so fresh, but I know it, I know it will. And when those like opportunities come or that feeling comes, I'll be like, ah, that's, that's what I'm taking away. That's how that's, I'm at, my dad's there with me now. That's, mm. I, I had a thing when my granddad passed away. Um, a friend of mine said this years ago, and you'll probably find it happens now, and you'll, you'll message me three years ago, it happened. Um, every time there was a pivotal moment in my life where I was kind of needing to make a decision or having a bit of a tough time, a single bird would fly past. Mm. And it was all, like, there he was. I've seen it already. Yeah. Seen it already. It's crazy. And it happens every single time. You could just literally look and they'll just, it would be there. And it's almost like, no, you're all right. Like, have that and I remember a lot of mine because my weight loss all started around the similarish uh, no it wasn't when my my granddad became quite ill and I was quite close to him and he passed away when I was in Portugal a couple of years afterwards and I proposed to my wife that day because I had to turn it from a negative into a positive yeah. I had to do something with it um and I remember just taking that thing of feeling like he gave me he gave me all of this you know, effectively, he put my dad on the planet to mm. to give me life to have all this stuff. If I don't take those opportunities that are around me, but also take all those values that they had about looking after us, making sure we were safe, like giving us opportunities and so on, and making memories and so on, it's so vitally important. And it's amazing when you grow a business because it's all you've built yourself and you're like, wow, I'm proud I built something and it's phenomenal. And what else can mm. I learn? What can I do? It's so easy to just forget to be you. And as you said, like the actors, sometimes it's just easy to forget about you. Yeah. And when you have those moments, as much as it, sometimes they've drastically, like, you know, not nothing what you would have planned ever, it's, it, they're so powerful and realigning you to what's so important, you know, because you could easily lose yourself for 20 years pushing a business and you could. go, oh, I haven't seen the kids and the family I've got. And I think it's really important to program those kind of, events into your week like I have a thing of like I, I need to go and socialize once a week because I'm meeting up with friends that take me out of that of that world and even though I don't want to at the time it's actually really good for me mm. and, and and healthy for me and it's not that you don't want to because you don't want to see them it's because you're quite aware of being a business owner how much things you've got to do yeah and there's always so something that can be done and, and you enjoy it and you're like well why would I not want to do this but actually it, it's really healthy to take your to take yourself out of it 
it's also, also do you find the first like half hour or hour or so when you're around your friends and people that are just completely disconnected from what you do it's just almost that like that that fine space where you're just stepping away from the things that you need to forget about but can't forget about mm. and then you're trying to catch up with just the everyday things that go on which we're normally quite oblivious to because you're head down with work you're not looking at the news not looking yeah. at all these other things and they're sitting again oh, have you seen the rates of this have gone up no and also the, <laughs> the online world it's people oh. don't really get it no no you just so don't kind of see like, it yeah. i'm not going to go talking about this because you just going to go over your head we, we went to um we went out for a kebab uh about four weeks ago. we went to this turkish place and they're all sitting there talking about stuff and i sat there feeling so stupid for about 10 minutes I was, i've got no idea what you're talking about and it was just life stuff yeah and it makes you realize sometimes how far detracted like to are taken away from normality you can get when a you work online and also b you're running your own business you're like trying to push these things it does this is why i put so many events on mm. because i'm too extroverted if i sit here all day long and don't talk to anyone don't get up i will go stir crazy mm. because i love helping people and but the way i love helping people is to be present and yeah. have this and that's what i love about it it's, it's almost like what i've taken from my dad is like well if i can be there in front of you maybe i can help maybe i can do something or actually just having a, a good laugh or letting your hair down is, is what we need right now I love that side of it. For me, running the deeper side of the business is sometimes a struggle because I don't always see the benefit of it, even though I know the flip side of it is having systems and processes in place is super, super important to run a good business, to take the stress off of things. My place always goes to, like, if you said to me, Matt, I'm struggling, I'd be like, bang, straight on the phone, what can I do? Yeah. Because that's where I feel my value is. Yeah, yeah. And just being that. And I think that's one of the best things that I've got from this. And this is where it's so powerful when you can run a business like you do and give back to people you're looking for those opportunities, those little nuggets of what we were saying earlier, like when sometimes they, you need to allow them the space to do it. You just want to tell them. Yeah. Because you know how good it is. You know how good it can be. You know how much pressure they're under. But it'll be more powerful if they... If they if find you, it. If they find it. And you're almost yeah. like, I know how to do this, but look this way. Yeah. And you'll figure it out. And you're like, it's, I guess it's, it's not wanting to take the surprise or the the element away from someone. If they can't find it, then that's why we're there. We're to step in and go solve the problem. Mm. And the best directors are the ones that don't tell you how to do it, that like ask the questions that you can find it out yourself. Like it's so hard when a director says, yeah, can you do it though like this? And it's very hard to do that. You almost mm. need to find it yourself. And and so it comes out far more naturally. Do you always find, have you found when you work with directors that are like that? You're just like, where, how did you know these questions? How did you know how to like... It's the ones that have been, normally have been very good actors that know like, okay, if I ask this question, like how about if you think of it like this and then you do it and it'll give them the shape or the tone that, that they're after. Now we're talking about this, this is making you think quite hard about how you operate with stuff because you sound like you find it quite hard to do the questions. Is it making you think about more... Well, it, I, I, I'm trying more... To do it but like you know if i find myself like nearly telling a client i'll now like try and turn it into a question yeah but like it's it is yeah it, it is it's it's easy to tell someone and you want to because you're like value 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 but actually it's probably more valuable and also it's a little it's a tiny bit of your ego going i've got the answer yeah, here yeah. and i feel good like yeah. i can actually i can do something good look here. at how many courses i've studied like <laughs> let me tell you the intricateness of it page like, four of this book i learned yeah, this yeah. and you're like yes i've got and that and the clients are just switching off and you're like, like yeah cheers mate i can be can you just tell me how to do it like yeah um 
okay, so what's 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 like kind of next for you? What's the big steps forward? Like where are you heading? Where am I heading? It's it's a tough one. I mean, this transition of like doing what I enjoy in the entertainment industry, in the acting industry, of like not not needing to do things now and doing it for the enjoyment of it. So I'm very much in a transition of like, I don't know if I want to give give acting up. I want to try things and like if certain projects come along that I'm like, oh yeah, that's that's a bit of me or I can get really mm. creative of that. I will I will try it. But it, it is just growing the the name of the Powerful Performer Programme and how it can help the entertainment industry, you know, get in the best mental and physical shape of their of their life and just growing growing that if that means bringing more coaches on and spreading the awareness then 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 so be it i don't really know where the future is going for that but i i kind of want it to be to be kind of have you done many like big events for your... i haven't done many big events because coming off the back of covid it was literally touring for 18 months right. so like now it's getting the so we're going to do a retreat next next year up in the peak district in the summer do like one of the biggest hikes do some breath work do some ice baths and all that sort of stuff and i think that's where my heart will naturally be at like all the live event stuff that we've done if it's a workout if it's a photo shoot like i feel at my best there and actually meeting mm. um that the people so i think that's where it it's it's heading of it's taking that online to actual like in person yeah right? in person stuff. also it, it it will allow you to perform but in a way that they can't because they don't know those sides of things mm. so you can perform as a leader but also hey i know this is going to help you mm. which is something completely unique to you and that's your it's almost your your a star movie mm. it's your thing of this is what i built this is i've realized that since being neurodivergent that being on stage is a way of me getting my energy out like people that have performed with me literally know that i i like i just like to piss around on stage really. like that's where i get the buzz from but i don't have to have that. i don't have to be on stage to get that it could be in person it could be um speaking on 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 stages about about health, about fitness, about performance. So it's it's me looking. Okay, where else can I get my my kicks from if it isn't if it isn't acting? And actually, the business that I've created is 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 me. It's far more creative than just saying someone else's lines being directed by by somebody else. So I enjoy powerful performers f far more than than acting. It's because I'm totally in, in control it's, of it, really. And you don't have that as an actor. You're not always in control of stuff. I suppose there's still to an element of it, there's a bit of improv in the fact that you don't know what kind of question you're going to get thrown in that you could read a script for it and if someone comes up with a different question, you're like, uh, you have to think on your feet, you have to come up with those answers mm. and that's what te te tests you. You know, when you get so comfortable with it, it's almost like with me with the photography, I got so comfortable just doing the same photos every day and knowing where my lights go, what power settings mm. they're on. It was monotonous. It was too easy. Yeah. It was only the getting the people out of themselves that was a challenge. And when that became easy, I was like, "Well, now what?" And I suppose it's that like getting creative, building something new. Like that's where you get the feeling from. And I think the addictive thing about acting is like once you get it right, it, it there's just like a feeling of being in flow, in in sync. And I think it's the same with business. If you like create something and you just know it's right, it's a great. It's, it's a great feeling. And and I think the feeling for me is like, is, uh, I don't want to say it, but it's it about, about being the best. There is something in me that's like, no, I, I want to be, in my head it's the best, but I know that I'm never going to be the best. It's always going to be someone that's that's better, but I, I guess it's reframing of my best, my yeah, yeah. my potential. And it's if it's just a scene, if it's a line, if it's something in the business, if it's a training program, it's like, 
you'll be like, I, I, what, I want that feeling of like, I know that that is like wicked. Yeah, yeah. but it's also, it's it, like you could compare it to someone else's best, but actually because it's yours and the way you've built it, and you could change so many people's lives with it, and I'm sure you will, mm. like even more. That's that's the best role that you could have played. Mm. You can't go and play someone else's role that's got a different skill set because also you wouldn't be playing your character, yeah. would you? Yeah. And so Tom is about helping performers perform to the optimum of what they can, but the optimum of what they can is also a self-expression, isn't it? It's being able to let that person out and just find flow, find your peak state, mm. and be the very best you can in that moment. Because it's a feeling of feeling the best. Like, I feel phenomenal. Like, watch this. Mm. You want to perform. You want to show. And the consistency of that. Like, I feel everybody can stumble upon it. Like, the classic phrase of we can all be Oscar actors in, in our bedroom, but, like, the consistency of showing up day after day, if it's acting, if it's in business, whatever it is, I think that's where it comes down to, like, the overall health and standards of your life, mm -hmm. where sleep, nutrition, exercise can really just come in as, like, a fundamental basic things of like we we can all like have a great day but how can you consistently like feel great how can you can you, how can you consistently get up on stage and like really like smash it yeah i think that's when like that your own standards and discipline come in and like discipline's an interesting one of like it doesn't feel nice at the time to be disciplined in the gym or to like eat that high quality lunch but like getting disciplined in that like the delayed gratification, what that gives mm. you, like that's, that's it powerful. Goes back to how much do you want it? Mm. If you really want it, you're mm. gonna. If you really needed to, let's say, bulk up and become enormous, how like you know, can you do it? Can you push yourself for mm. nine months to eat more? Like you know, train a couple of times a yeah. day. Like, how much do you want it? You know, and when and that's what comes back to to the why. Why are you doing it? If yeah. you get it, how will it positively impact your life? Like all that sort of stuff is. It all falls into line, and then you can see the picture of it. And you're, now I can, and that for, especially for an actor, when you can picture it, and you can see that this is where I'm going. Mm. Then you've got that clarity, and it gives you the space to go and find out. It gives you the confidence. It's okay, like this. There's going to be a few stumbling blocks along the way, but I can get there. Yeah, you know, and it wouldn't be a great success story if you didn't have all of those. And I think on that, there's a big thing for me, and many actors of like looking, looking stupid or like fear of failing. But if you have take that fear away of failing or like you take that fear away of looking like a dick, like the world's really your oyster because you just try things. I remember, there was a guy who I went to college with and he's like, I know that I'll never give up acting. I know that I'll never fail at acting because I'll never give it up. I was like, if you just have that mentality of like, no matter what happens, I'll literally just keep going. If I have a bad week of my fitness journey, I'll not stop until I look or feel the way I, I want to. Then you've kind of nailed it. Yeah. And well, but if you've put in that time limit on like, I want to be successful in one year, like you're always going to be, you know, tripping up, aren't you? I mean, you there's a, the potential of you reaching it is slim, which makes it, a, yes, a great challenge if you really want to push yourself to that extreme. But as you said, being able to consistently do it over a long amount of time typically is when you look at all the best actors, sportsmen, they've been doing it for 10, 20 years. It's the endurance they were, of it They all, were there for... They went through the crap seasons to get the phenomenal seasons where, mm. and I'm sure if you actually look at a lot of people's stats, you know, it's only certain really key individuals, which are the 0.1% that have done the phenomenal things. But actually, if you could have played in the Premier League and had a good career, maybe even played for England, I know what I would have taken that any day of the mm. week. Even if I was playing for a mid-level club or something, I'd, I still would have done that yeah. over the phenomenal year where you score 50 goals, you would have yeah. taken, oh, I had 10 years of 
going around the world with England doing this. Yeah. I would have always taken that. And I think it's, as you do with your journey, you, you initially know that there's a problem that you need to solve and you need to go, okay, well, this is where I'm struggling or I need someone to help me because something's not going right. But actually in the long run, it's not just hitting that peak. It's about consistently being able to just perform and operate and feel to the best that you can get through the hard times and look back and go, what legacy did I leave? What impact did I have on people? How, what was I as a person to, you know, my family, my friends, the people that admired me, so on. Mm. I think that's what I've really, especially if I've had any hard times. Um, yeah, I had a few issues earlier on this year where I was kind of finding a bit of a tough place where I, I was trying to work things out for myself and, Obviously, with running the business, I can, or I am. It's not the type of thing where you often go out to other people, but actually that's exactly what I needed to do. Instead of just trying to figure out myself, go, what am I missing here? Mm. Just go to someone else. And actually having those shortcuts to those things, especially as a coach, you know, we come to you and say, Tom, my health's not right. This, Give me those things because I that's know that it, actually... That's the shortcuts that take the time. Yeah, and it's the, it's the like either overthinking or just lack of knowledge that you've got to go, oh, dude, just do this, this. Oh, it makes so much sense. Yeah, okay. Yeah. And then all of a sudden that pressure taken off, it's like, right, now I can get back on the gas and where can I go? What can I do? That's what I say to people who like, you know, looking at the content of like, yeah, well, you know, you, you give up great ton content. I can literally watch it and like get in shape. It's like, it's like putting a jigsaw together of like finding or every, like looking at social media and YouTube is like, okay, you've got one piece of the jigsaw. How are you going to put it all together to create a great business how are we going to put it all together to create a thriving acting career like or you know an amazing body like you really have to like go through a process of someone who's like put it all together and go just do that that and that hmm. don't ask questions just do it yeah because yeah. like i spent so long just like trying this amazing new fad diet trying this like workout program and you're just constantly looking for those missing pieces aren't you but like having someone who's been there and done it is is that shortcut is the missing yeah. is the missing piece of like this will actually get you way more results and that's why when you've got a coach that's got a load of results and you know you've got proof that these actors have not only got in great shape they've then gone and got parts they've got back into work they've done this you build that trust and that's why you say to a lot of people look just look at what we've you know we can prove it to you mm. we're not just saying this because we need your money but we're actually saying it because we generally can give you what you need mm. And the value in that is the fact that actually, what else are you capable of doing? Yeah, and I think that's the the biggest obstacle to overcome for someone joining any sort of program, but certainly our program is like, they just actually don't trust themselves to, they can't bear to, to fail at it. They can't bear to be failure again. Maybe they've had a, a bad PT thing in the past, but it's actually, they don't trust themselves to do it. And I think our biggest job is like actually supporting them, all of our coaches and be like, we're going to guide you until you cannot fail because then when, I think failing like loads and loads and loads is actually quite tough because what that can do on your self-esteem is like, you know, you can start to really like hate on yourself or not love yourself. Like mm. the small wins are really important in, in anything, in any area of your life because it just starts to build you back mm. up again. And as we know, like confidence is the main thing to like any sort of success really or growth in your, your life. It's, you can also see why, with that that so many people like if you run a successful business or you do put yourself out there so many people do come to you with the problems because you've figured that bit out you've yeah. got through all the failures you've got to that success like what is that bit of information or that bit of advice that i just need to hear that 
I don't quite know right now. Mm. You know, there's something missing. And this is what's given me the energy of this. That I know there's so many people sitting out there that have just got so much potential and they're just sitting under the, oh, it's never going to be me or this or that. And I'm thinking like, you just need to hear something. There's something that you're missing. Mm. There's all these great actors that you work with. Like, You've got something here. Where's this person inside mm. of you that's going to punch through this other person and go and do what you're meant to do with life? Yeah. Like what, what you're capable of achieving, who you're able to be for your family, to the support for your friends, future, future children, like generations. You know, and also the, the, the effect that you have now of taking where you were from with, like you said, not a lot, the eventual broken home and so on like that to now being able to give so much more to not only people but yourself and also know yourself better and any future generations of your family what you can give to them when you realize oh in 20 years time wow look at the generations of people that i've impacted mm. i always love the idea of you know you might have a thousand actors that you work with and each one of them if they positively impact 100 people you're stood in the middle of Wembley Stadium just looking around at all of these lives that you're changing. You're going like, wow. Mm. And I'm sure you'd be able to feel some of it already with the stages that you filled on and sat on and think, oh, you actually gave me a good experience and actually it gave me the break away from the tough times at home that I needed to just switch off and do those things. When you think about the people that you can impact with all of the stuff that you're capable of doing, this is why I get to some people and I'm like, I just want to shake you. I just want to get rid of this dirty energy that you've got fuel yourself upright and let's go because mm. you've got so much more that you're capable of achieving and also you don't realize how good it feels even on the tough days to be you and i mm. or even if it's difficult we're still winning mm. i think for me it's giving people <coughs> just the the truth like for what for the game that i'm in it's very much like well this is what the science is saying so like just to give you the truth and like to help you maybe trust in the truth because I know you've been through a shit experience with nutrition or you've had bad training regimes or just like honestly if you do like these three steps you will be able to get in in shape I think it's a little bit different for you isn't it it's more maybe flexible in what areas of like how do you get the best out of people that's more of a an approach whereas for me it's like I went through so many like I probably would say like eating disorders when I was like at drama school, what it does looking at these magazines of like, oh, I want to look like that or I need to look like that to play these sorts of parts. And like, you know, having low energy, forgetting my lines and all that because of my overall health. It's like, For me, it's just giving the actual truth for the performing arts industry of like, this is how you're going to better better yourself and perform yeah. better than you ever have and when you can give that to people as you know when you can give them the truth and they can build that trust with you that's when you're like okay i'm i'm doing good things here this mm. has been worth all of the hard times of difficulty mm. the adversity and so on quick fire questions what's three things that you would go back and do differently now to someone who's listening that's like in the spot where you were what's the first three things that you would do I'm, I don't know why it's come to my head, but I would not go to drama school when I did. I would take a two or three years off. I would find out more about drama schools and I would pick the what like the two or three that I definitely wanted to go to and like go. I went to drama school a little bit too young, wasted like the first couple of years. And I was just like, great, I'm going to London. I'm going to a drama school. But actually, I think I could have like really... If I know what I know now and like had the courage to know what I know now, I'd have like waited a little bit and mm -hmm. 
properly chose to what do else that. would you what, what else would you have changed from your past there? past i would have invested far more just in in myself and like i've just gone to professionals for areas of my life that i wanted to grow or max out on of just like i'm going to just offset it to someone who's been there done it and like go and get the secrets from them like mm. i think the things with with actors we're very good at like doing things ourselves but we're not the best person sometimes to do it for, for ourselves like i'd have hired a five-star acting coach like straight away singing teacher straight away i'd have got my own coach straight away business mentor straight like you know i know money is a is a thing but it's going to that okay i'm going to focus on this area of my life this year i'm going to hire someone that is world class at doing that that is that is where i want to go i think like i've spent you spend so long just kind of like bumbling around or trying to do things yourself um when there's like that is the great thing about the modern world now. Like you can get help anywhere. Mm. Yeah. And also like when you can, you, you do, you, you take away the thinking, you take away the unknowns, you've got a solution there. And then also, you know, in the bigger picture of this, if you get all your answers from that person, you move to the next one and find mm. out that and everyone else has got different experiences. And it's a different way of investing. Like you don't just have to invest your money to get money back. It's like, well, what is that giving you? Like, mm. are you a better business person? Are you a better actor are you a better athlete because of investing in that that yeah, yeah. thing well we like with our program there's nothing about the identity unlock that goes here's how to make more money there's not one one being like here's your new dm script mm. and i think a lot of people look at me and go oh you're just another business coach i'm like no far from it actually i want to know who you are i want you to know who you are and the amount of people that have actually made more money and had personal best years this year even if some other people have been struggling just purely because they just feel more aligned with themselves. And so when you do invest into these things, you get an opportunity to just learn something which sometimes it's going to work, sometimes it isn't going to work. But much like me with the fats and carbs thing, I didn't know that was the case until we tried it. So you need to try these things. And then I tried it with one coach. He tried to get me to go more functional, didn't really fit with me, went down the bodybuilding route, cool, that's all good. Now I need something that's a bit more performance-based instead of it being like aesthetics because it doesn't really do anything for me. You need, you're going to go through stages of this. Mm. You know, you need to, when you're younger, you know, and you've also got less responsibility over like use the money to go and try things or like you said, like give yourself a year or two to go travel, go and learn about yourself, go and have some fun, get that stuff out of your system and then okay, like now time for work, I'm in, like what's my vision, what's my goal, have a bit of clarity. And I think a lot of these things that you can do yourself, if I said to you now, like go back 10 years and just sit down and write a plan, mm. even if it doesn't all come off, like write a bit of a plan, even just having that would have given you so much more. Yeah. Because instead of just, oh, I think this could work, you never yeah. like intentional about it, like where would I go, what do I want? Out of these schools, which one actually fits me best? It, might look on paper it looks the best but actually i just feel great with this one mm. okay that's where i'm going you know giving yourself that bit of you have to give yourself a little bit of time but also i think you have to be quite intentional with it and just go right okay what do i want to do what's what's good for me yeah and then like you said the, the amount of benefits it's not just financial but sometimes it's health sometimes it's mindset sometimes it's knowledge sometimes it's actually security mm. you know some of the best advice i've had is about actually keeping me and my family secure to then move forward. Now I don't have to worry so much. We've got some stuff in place. I'm like, oh, that makes so much a difference. Yeah. I can see why some of my other family members are so relaxed in themselves. They never seem to worried. Oh, I've lost my job. Yeah. They got made redundant from a 60, 70 grand a year income. And they're like, yeah, it's cool. It's fine. Yeah. Because they've got these things in place. They've been through that. Like, and I, 
there's so much to learn from the older generation if you just sit there and listen and you have to get a bit of context to them but i think also that's why you need to go and throw yourself at things go and try these things go and learn because you learn so much and you can evolve so quickly in that time Mm. that actually a couple of years instead of yeah go and have your i I would honestly say to it and i think you probably said this to most actors before they really get into it go and get whatever you need to get out of your system because as soon as you're in it you're in it yeah and you can step away from it you can go and have a year out but also once you're in it you know you're going back to it you don't want to lose that so do you really go and have that year of fully living your life and doing those things there's so many people I've said to you, you need to go and express yourself. You need to go and get it out of your system. There's stuff there that you've not done. Once you've done that, you'll be in a great place to push all of this stuff. As you know, if you don't live and actually make the most out of life, you you then regret it, you know, when you start really pushing to the deep depths of things. Mm. Dude, mate, this has been a pleasure. Pleasure. Can I just ask one thing? Go go for it. I'm intrigued. So a big question for me is all the actors in the world, the ones that know themselves the best or put themselves into a part or a character tend to be like the, the best actors in the world. Like take uh, Leonardo DiCaprio, for instance. A struggle with actors is that sometimes they don't fully give themselves to a character or don't maybe know themselves or trust themselves properly. Essentially, they haven't like unlocked their identity. What's like the biggest bit of advice you could give them of like how to authentically be yourself? I, I would really say lean into the vulnerability. I think a lot of it comes from if you're an actor, you're going for that part, you're probably holding back with something. You're just not allowing that person to come out and because maybe you're a bit scared or you're not sure or so on, whereas actually that vulnerability is where you learn to be able to go to that place because, like you said, what if it does go well? What if you do get that part? Oh, wow, I was actually just naturally good at that. Why was that? Well, I didn't think of the consequence. I wasn't stacking up the risk i wasn't looking at all the reasons why not i i just allowed myself to not know and actually that's what allowed me to do it because i found it in that moment while i was there so many people have this preconceived thing that they have to know all the answers in order to go and do something whereas that's the best bit is Mm -hmm. like if i said to you tomorrow you go for an audition of a part you're not quite sure on and you get it and you're actually phenomenal at it and it changes your life isn't that the way you want it to be written? Like, wouldn't you just like to be so good at something because naturally you just allowed yourself to find it mm. instead of being so well prepared that you're almost not f- present. As you said, like when you're acting, you're present. You feel you feel the environment. You feel the space that you're in. Mm. So if you're an actor and you're sitting there going, I can't quite get into that person, look at, the vulnerability that you're holding on to, like that nervousness. Because inside of that energy... And that let you've go got, of it or embrace it or... Utilise it. Right. I like to think of it as this, where you've got... You know you can act, you know you can say the words, like you know you can move, you've got all of the fundamentals there, and you've got this bundle of energy that's on your side where you're just... I can't quite figure it out. If you can get into that energy and go, how do I add this to this? That's where you win. Mm. So instead of just dropping it, it, like use it like you said energy is only movable there's just energy sat there and as an actor your energy is everything so look at the part and just go okay well i may be struggling with this but i can mm. there's something there because a lot of like people in the program they'll get these like crazy parts and it's nothing to do with how they look they're like just from do- putting my energy into something and having a focus and bettering myself like there's something that happens in the audition room that they can't quite 
explain. And and for me, it's just like, well, I think you're maybe just operating at your best self. Like you've unlocked that version, mm. you know, of, of yourself. You've got rid of any kind of like limiting beliefs. But maybe it's about that of like that ball of energy that's on your shoulder. Like you're putting it, you're putting it into into other things. Well, it's, it's almost like that's your. This is your time to test. This is your time. You need this challenge right now. Mm. You know, how how are you going to utilize it? You're just going to go, oh, not another crap audition, not like a part that I don't get. I thought you were a good actor. Mm. I, the way I picture myself with, with this is I don't try and be the one that's got all the answers. I try and be the football manager that's going to say the thing that's going to get you to get into that place where you find the answer. Mm. Like the Jose Mourinho is like, he'll just say something to roll you up and then watch it all of a sudden. That's yeah. the way I like to think of myself is you're stood there in that audition room. The younger you dreamed of having opportunities for this you have an opportunity right now find it mm. get in there like get get dirty with it find find out where it is and then squeeze every ounce out of it because like you said when you push yourself to the extremes and you get the bigger answers you learn more you grow more though they're always a great opportunity to learn and i think so many people would probably just see it as another opportunity to fail because it's very much, are they a good enough actor? Are they Do they look the part? Do they have this? Do they have that? Whereas actually, you could get the part by just being really good at being you. And that's exactly what that person's looking for. We just need someone that, as you know, with business, you want someone that you can trust and does the right things, not is just the pretty part, mm. not just has the greatest voice. Mm. You know, they're, they're the thing that you can just see and rely upon. And they've got, they've just got something about them, that energy. That energy sat there. Mm. You're just not using it. Yeah. So get a bit vulnerable. Like it's okay to not quite know. You'll only regret the fact that you didn't allow yourself to fully go for it in that moment. And then that's what you hold on to afterwards when you add up the list of reasons why. Mm. And if you go for it and you go, oh, actually, I gave that a really good shot and I'm quite happy with that, then you haven't failed. You've just learned again. Yeah. Love it. Thank you. So. Um, but no, mate, it's been a pleasure having you on. It's, it's funny when I do these things, how talking about the similar foot, like past with football and getting into acting and so on. Um, if anyone wants to find out your page and find out more about the Powerful Performer, where could they find you? Uh, yeah, uh, Tom Senior Fitness or Powerful-Performer.com. Amazing. Well, look, thank you very much for coming on and sharing your wisdom with us today. Um, please, if you uh, obviously enjoyed this episode, drop Tom a follow, uh, subscribe to the podcast as well because we obviously want to get this out to more people and obviously anyone who's going through struggles and difficulties to show themselves so they can win. And uh, I very much look forward to sharing with you, uh, showing, very much look forward to obviously having more guests on the show and also share more knowledge and wisdom with you in future episodes. Boom.